Welcome back to the History of North America Extra. I'm Mark Vinette. As announced in the previous Extra episode, this feature of the History of North America podcast is dedicated to the audio version of Denari Novels, my 10-volume international historical mystery and suspense thriller book series heavily immersed in world history with connections to North America. In this episode, we continue with Book 2. As mentioned last time, those of you who are not fond of historical fiction can simply skip these extra episodes and continue enjoying my regular History of North America shows. I do, however, hope you will join me on this exciting literary adventure. The Dead Letter Book 2 Prologue the fresh smell of flowers infused the melancholy antechamber. Sunlight, for sorrow, avoided the scene, hidden behind dark rain clouds that ominously seemed to mark the end of an epoch, and presage the next to come. The Gothic Abbey's bells chimed while the angelic choir soared in majestic harmony. Gloriana had illuminated an era for which she gave it her name. A grand ceremony was about to begin. Her Majesty was dressed for the occasion and quaffed in style. Good Queen Bess always dominated special occasions and today would be no exception. Her subjects would pay her homage, as they should. Although Regina's official portraits had not changed in decades, propagating in temporal youth and vigor throughout her realm, Today, her mask would be removed, finally exposing her true visage. Anyone who was anyone in the kingdom was present. The monarch's favorite seamstress remained close by, at her post, assuring her anointed sovereign's costume was impeccable. The virgin queen was ready. She lay still, dignified, royal, arms to either side reposed in regal attire, attended by her ladies-in-waiting, ready for a last opulent public appearance, her funeral. Chapter 1 David Wade loved his two-floor rooftop penthouse. The El Dorado, at 300 Central Park West, on the Upper West Side of Manhattan, was a twin-towered luxury housing cooperative that faced the west side of Central Park. Wade had recently been able to secure for himself the southernmost tower top of the 30-floor Art Deco-style apartment building. Overlooking New York City's iconic green space, the edifice filled a complete block front extending between West 90th and 91st Streets. Constructed at the same time as the Empire State Building, both structures formed bookends in Wade's life, work, and pleasure. Wade drank his usual early morning fruit drink concoction from a tall freezer-chilled goblet as he surveyed the city, his city. The rising sun announced a beautiful crisp September day, his favorite kind of day. The young man's flat guaranteed silence, no noise from above, and oblivious to the sounds below. He furnished his fortress with auditory-friendly items that protected his sensitive hearing. Wood, plastic, and textiles were welcome, 
while glass, metal, and ceramic were banned. His abode was arranged to accommodate his bachelor life, free of clutter, bare walls, except for bookcases on the top level, and sparsely decorated. The few objects he kept were custom-made and fitted, including his extra-long mattress, which lay upon the floor of his spacious bedroom. If his six-foot-plus frame was unable to conform to hotel beds on his many travels, at least he would try and get a good night's sleep when in his palace. David Wade truly felt like a king in his castle. The soft, melodic alert sound of his e-watch officially announced the beginning of another workday. Wade activated his virtual floating screen to see and talk with his executive assistant, Jenny who was already at her station despite it being somewhat earlier than her usual 8 a.m. arrival time. Good morning, Mr. Wade. Hi, Jen. In early this morning? Yeah, got lots to tackle. What's up? I have Julia Cartier on hold. Want me to transfer her? Wade was startled. Pleasantly startled, but startled nonetheless. He had not heard from this woman since their adventure in northern Italy a few months back. Okay, Jen, put her on. His young blonde aide disappeared from the screen along with the visual function, forewarning him that his upcoming conversation would be auditory only. Hi, David. Wade grinned as he heard the soft, slightly accented voice of his friend. Hi, Julia. It's been a while. I know. We said we would keep in touch. You're right, but I know you aren't big on small talk, but hey, we're in touch now, Wade replied with a wistful smile. Julia Cartier was a stylish beauty from Montreal, now working in Milan's fashion industry. Wade liked everything about her and was pleased to be talking with his friend again. Julia continued the conversation in a more serious tone. David. I am calling you from England, in London, this week on business. Wade listened without interrupting, imagining Julia in Britain's capital only minutes shy of English lunchtime. An elderly gentleman approached me this morning. She paused. He seemed to know of me and my relationship with you. Wade perked up, now focusing even more on her voice. He asked me to contact you and see if you would take his call. I think he might be a potential client, but I am not sure. Julia knew that Wade was an attorney and investigator of some kind, but was not fully apprised of the exact nature of his business. No problem, Julia. Give him my office number and tell him to call me in about an hour. Okay, David. Oh, and by the way, his name is Walsingham. Walsingham, repeated Wade. Is that his first or last name? Neither, said Julia. I asked him his full name and even addressed him as Mr. Walsingham, but he insisted on being called Walsingham. Only Walsingham. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. 
Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-218-6010. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-218-6010. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-218-6010. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Check out the free access to this novel's accompanying visuals, including maps, charts, timelines, photos, illustrations, and diagrams at patreon.com slash markvinette. Doctors endorse it, nutritionists recommend it, and customers love it. Calotrin Healthy Weight Loss. Ron in Texas lost 35 pounds. Marie in Pennsylvania lost 117 pounds with Calotrin. Diane not only lost weight, but she also found relief from arthritis. Lynn lost over 45 pounds. Calotrin contains collagen, the most abundant protein naturally occurring in the human body, which decreases as we age. Taking Calotrin promotes better sleep, more energy, less joint pain, and best of all, weight loss. Calotrin has an amazing 86% success rate with their 90-day supply. And this week, take advantage of their President's Day sale. Buy the 90-day supply and get an extra month free plus free shipping. Ordering is so easy. Just text the word HISTORY to the code 30605 and we'll send you a link to this special offer. Again, text HISTORY, that's H-I-S-T-O-R-Y, using the code 30605.